Hi, I'm Lisa Pettibone, and I want to thank you for joining me at the beginning of my journey and the first episode of My Climate Diet. What is a climate diet? Well, according to an IPCC special report released in October 2018, we have 11 years to reduce our CO2 emissions by 45% from 2010 levels, and we have to become carbon neutral by 2050 to meet the UN target of one and a half degrees of warming and prevent the most dangerous effects of climate change from happening by the end of the century. In layman's terms, what that means is we've got 11 years to get our act together and have our carbon-based impact on the planet. That's a big deal, especially if you consider that greenhouse gas emissions have been rising without abatement since the Industrial Revolution, with only blips to date that have coincided with economic contraction and crisis. So if we've got 11 years to get our act together, the time to debate whether global warming is real, the time to wait for politicians to get their act together is over. We as individuals need to start making a change. And I want to do that by going on a climate diet. What I mean by climate diet is I'm looking at my kilograms and my tons of CO2 with an attempt to reduce them by the recommended amount by 2030. And I thought I'd make a podcast and share my experiences so that I can be held to account and hopefully inspire a few others. So now you know what I'm doing, but who am I? Well, I'm an American who's lived in Berlin for the last 10 years. I moved to Berlin to work on my PhD in political science, which I wrote on urban sustainability governance, a fancy term for how city politics deal with sustainability issues, which includes climate change. After finishing my PhD, I got into a series of jobs doing scientific work, teaching, writing, you name it. And in the last few years that I've taught sustainability courses, I've been so inspired by my students that I've realized that my role to play is to keep sharing and to share with all of you listening in podcast land. I'm not just an academic, though. I've also spent a, too much of my life hiking, having through hiked the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail. Unfortunately, the third long trail of the Triple Crown, the Continental Divide Trail, has until now eluded my grasp but that is definitely in my long-term planning. I'm married and I have a young son, so I care about his future as well. And in this podcast, I want to give you advice on how to reduce your global warming emissions by being a guinea pig, by testing things out myself, seeing what works, what doesn't work so well, and finding new ways to make an impact. So that's who I am. That's what I'm up to. All that's left is to take that first step to step on the scale. Now, because climate change is such a complicated issue, and I advocate for an even more complicated issue of sustainability, I stepped on three different scales. I started with CLIB, Klimaneutral Leben in Berlin, a living laboratory that was organized by the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research last year in which 100 households in Berlin were asked to track their carbon emissions weekly for a year. So I did that. I tracked the emissions of myself, my husband, and our son. 
um, first in 2017 to set up a baseline, and then last year. And it was eye-opening. In 2017, we emitted as a family 21.82 tons of carbon dioxide emissions. 11 and a half of those were from mobility, almost exclusively international travel, because my husband and I flew to the United States for my mother's birthday. She turned 70 and to visit friends and family while I was still pregnant because we figured once we became parents, we would not be so mobile. We try to be efficient in our international travel. Um, Since I moved to Berlin, I try to fly to the U.S. no more than once every two years. And when I do that, I try to make a big flight where I visit everyone I can. But this still means 11 and a half tons for us, or about six tons per person, since there were two of us when we did all this flying. To give you a sense of what that means in maybe more understandable terms, the average American emits about 20 tons of carbon dioxide equivalent per year. The average German, about 12 tons per year. If we're going to take the IPCC report seriously, that means that Americans will have 10 tons per person per year by 2030 and fewer than two tons by 2050. So six tons just from flying, too much. The good news is last year, we did a lot better. Last year, our total household emissions were about 12.6 tons, which really isn't too bad. That means about six and a half tons per person. I'm not including my son here. Um, if To me, he's a bit of a cheat um, because we can saddle him with emissions that he is too young to determine himself. Um, but in later years, we're going to have to figure that out because one of the things that a lot of climate change researchers say is the biggest change you can make is not to have kids and too late for us. But to get back to 2018, according to the CLIB calculator, we as a household, I'm only counting us as two, emitted 12.6 tons of carbon dioxide equivalent. Four and a half of that was through food. Very little, 0.12 was through mobility. That's because we didn't fly, we don't own a car, and only I worked last year, and I took the subway, the U-Bahn, almost exclusively. We also took the train twice to visit his family, but those emissions are negligible because I have a green bond card. So the electricity that the train needs to transport me around is all renewable. Heating was 0.6 tons. Electricity, 0.06 tons. Not bad. We use Greenpeace Energy. Um, So because that's renewable, our electricity emissions are also negligible. What's interesting with the CLIP calculator is they have a category of other consumption. This is a category that the families who participated in this living laboratory complained because it was not very precise. It just asks you how much money you spend in a given week, according to brackets, up to 30 euro a week, up to 70 euro a week, up to 105 euro a week, and more. And then it asks you general questions. Do you care about long life? Do you care about price? To give a better sense of the types of emissions that will come with your consumption. Unfortunately, a lot of the money that we spend is on movie tickets, for example, which are less 
energy intensive than spending money on new electronics, for example. So this is a, a very vague category. And this is something that when I that as I go through the podcast, I want to look deeper into how well does this 5.1 tons that we emitted last year represent really our level of consumption. Finally, um, the clip calculator includes public emissions. So our household was responsible for 2.2 tons. These are emissions that we don't control. This is what the government emits in our name. So bureaucracies um, that exist to take care of us because we live in Germany, they need electricity, they need heating. There are lots of bureaucratic emissions. Overall, we didn't do too badly. 12.6 tons for a family of three. That comes out to about six, six and a half tons per person, which isn't bad at all. It's below the German average of 12 tons and below the Berlin average of eight tons. So we're starting from a good place. But since that calculator didn't seem to be enough for me, I also used the ecological footprint calculator at footprintcalculator.org and found this was very surprising to me that only one earth is needed to support people like me. So according to this, I'm doing pretty well. I had some concerns with this calculator, but it seems like here I'm, I'm not doing too badly. The third calculator that I used was the carbon calculator by the Nature Conservancy. They calculated my footprint to 12 tons of CO2 per year. They also said this was better than average. I am in the 73rd percentile whatever that means. What's interesting about this calculator, and this, sorry, this these 12 tons of CO2 per year, this is also household tons, so this tracks very closely to the clip number. They give you a really nice bar chart that shows you how your household stacks up with the average. And they show, for example, that our travel emissions were close to zero as compared to about 16 tons of carbon dioxide for the average household. So here we saved quite a lot. By food, we had about six tons, um, which again tracks closely with CLIP. And this was very close to the average of about seven or eight tons per household per year. So food is something that we're going to have to start into quickly. But on balance, um, I'm not feeling too bad. I think this these three calculators show that I'm not among the worst out there. On the flip side, that means that the actions that remain for me to take are going to be a little harder. I don't have a car to get rid of. I already didn't fly last year. So the question is, am I going to not fly again this year? We already use green electricity. So what's left to do? And that's going to be the stuff of later podcasts. But I want to give you a taste of some of the things that I'm planning. First thing I want to do is look into my bank situation. I am a member of both, or well, I'm a member of two German ecological banks, the Umweltbank and GLS Bank. And I've been reading that the Umweltbank claims that they save emissions per dollar in their banking accounts. So I want to look into this and move my checking account to one of those banks and see if I can save emissions there. That's one of the things I want to talk about in the podcast, how we can reduce our emissions by taking simple actions that pay off in the long term. So we only have to do the action once, and it makes a big difference for a long time to come. Then I also want to look at changing behavior, the kinds of actions that we have to change every time we take them. So here I want to 
really focus on the kind of food that I eat. I do eat some meat, although I have been vegetarian and vegan before. Um, so I want to move back into vegetarianism. And I, um, I also want to try a regional and seasonal diet. This is something I'm chronically bad at. And I think there's a lot of room for improvement. Finally, the last thing I want to do is talk to friends and others, regular people who have a climate tip. Someone who makes her own almond milk, for example, or a friend who's made his own deodorant for about a decade. I want to talk to these people and ask how they started that activity and what they've learned. My first action is I'm going to a protest. This Friday is the next major international protest action of Fridays for Future, a protest that started in Sweden with a young student who decided not to go to school because it didn't matter what grades she got if there was no planet in the future. So I'm going to go to the protest and I'll report back in my next episode about what I saw and how it was. And that's it for today. All the information uh, I talked about today, all of the links that I shared, as well as details of my first weigh-in are going to be available on my website, myclimatediet.org. So you can check that out to find out more about the different things that I talked about today. Thanks for listening. I'm new here, so if you want to hear more, please like me and leave reviews on the podcast portal of your choice. Share this podcast with your friends. And if you have any feedback or thoughts from me, don't hesitate to email me, lisa at myclimatediet.org. Look forward to checking in again with you next week.